Hi everyone, welcome back to Friends Till the End. It's the Friends Podcast. We talk about friends with friends. I'm Michael, and with my friend, Elizabeth. Hi Elizabeth. Hey Michael. How you been? I've been very good. How yeah. about you? I've, I've been doing alright, yeah. Can't complain. We can't see each other as much these days, can we? Well, that's restraining orders for you. Well, it's nice to see you. Well, I'm keeping my 250 feet. We're communicating through a couple of tin cans attached to a piece of string. But I'm still 250 yards away, so... Call off your lawyers. We've just finished! Season 3, episode 10. The one where Rachel quits. Does she quit her relationship with Ross? God, I hope so. (laughs) We'll find out later in the episode. Was this the episode that turned around your feelings on season three? Nope. No, you. I don't know why you're not. I think, I think it's just as good. I just think I built it up too much. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. It's still only the tenth episode. We have a, a ways to go. It could. Mm-hmm. It could turn around for me. I think the shadow of Doctor Richard Burke still looms heavily over the, the whole Friends gang. You know I don't what? feel like anyone's got closure on it yet. That could be it. Mm-hmm. I know you still wake up screaming. Everywhere I go, I carry him in my heart. <laughs> and maybe he'll be back. Maybe. But probably not. So before we talk about today's episode, shall we do a, a quick Ask Elizabeth? Yes. Ask Elizabeth! Ask Elizabeth! Boop! Oh. Today's question comes from me. Because I want to find out something I never found out about you. At Friends Pod? Yeah. Okay. This is from me, at Clancy Hi-Hat on Twitter. Alright. Well, I want to know. We saw an episode today where Ross was interacting with a bunch of Girl Scouts called the Brown, the Brown Birds, which was obviously like a Girl Scout like clone. Yeah. And what I want to know is, were you, were you ever in any of the Girl Scout kind of thing? And if so, did you, did you sell any of them cookies to anybody? Why is your voice getting so high? That's how I ask questions. Okay. Um, I was, yes, I think I was in, every year you change to like a different silly name. Mm-hmm. So I might have started in the Daisies and then okay. went into the Brownies. But this is Girl Scouts, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we have Brownies. Of... The UK had Brownies. I only did it for a few years. It just really wasn't my thing. No. You uh, kicked out. I wasn't kicked out. Super well, I did set a lot of fires, so. I beg your pardon? <laughs> Yeah, we have the the brownies, and I think before that you're in the rainbows. That's cute. Yeah, I think ours was the daisies before that. I could yeah, be wrong, that's but dumb. I did like some of the sleepovers. We did some, you know, volunteer work. We made crafts and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it just, you know, wasn't really for me. That's about it. Yeah. Cool. All right. I didn't really learn how to survive in the wilderness properly. Do they do that? Do the girls get to that stage of things? I know the guys is heavily on that, but. I would be upset if not, yeah. but I would assume so, because you have to do some camping, and mm. so I would... No, oh, that's why so. you quit then. You're not going anywhere near any tents. There's dirt, and bugs, and bears, was, and skunks. Was there a glamping option? <laughs> Once you hit age 16. Right. Like, pay your dues till then. Is there a more worthless pastime than glamping? That's what I want to know. I'm sure. You think... I mean, yeah. if you're going to go to the trouble, like, what's the point? Like, you're not learning anything, you're not appreciating anything, you've just taken all the comfort, you may as well stay at home. 
When I think of glamping, I think that people have like bejeweled, encrusted toilet seats. Yes, of course. Of yes, that's that's pretty much all it is. And you wear like silk, just all the time, like those silk like bath, not bathrobe, those pajamas. Silk, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is pajamas the word you're struggling to to think of? Okay. And you're wearing heels and probably painting your nails mm-hmm. and having a butler serve you mojitos. Yeah, pointless. Absolutely worthless. Well, you're still out in nature. But you're not you're not enjoying it. You're Yeah. It's pointless. What are you doing? Go home. I'm taking a stand, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm taking a stand. Should I be writing this down? <laughs> it's all documented. It's okay. We're okay. gonna put it out there. Okay, good. Alright. Good job. Good question, me. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but you know. If you have a question you want to ask Elizabeth about friends or life or anything in general. At Friends Pod. Please, because that was rubbish. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm trying my best here. So before we get into it, this episode, the one where Rachel quits, December 12th, we've had a couple of weeks off since our Thanksgiving episode, the one with the football. Mm-hmm. Here we are, a couple of weeks away from Christmas. The question is, though, what, 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 what are you thinking ratings-wise? You won the last time, I think. I think we're, we're tied one-to-one one one at the moment. What was it last time? It was 29.3, but that is their Thanksgiving episode. Um, 26.8. 26. 26.8. I'll go 28. Okay. Flat. Did you cheat? No. What would be the point? Oh, shit. What? 25.1. Woo! Ugh, come on, guys. You, you, you. Fuck up your ideas. Jeez. All right. Elizabeth takes the win on that round. Yeah. We open in Central Perk. Trees up. So it is Christmas time. Yep. It's holiday time, I suppose. Yes. Mind you, this was this episode was made back when you could still call it Christmas. The the festival, uh, uh, the festive season, the season of lights. The season of eternal goodwill. <laughs> no, no, it's a season of perpetual hope. Perpetual hope. That's the one. Monica and Rachel are just hanging out. Gunther comes over. He's like, Rachel, you need more training. Mm-hmm. She is outraged. Yeah, because she's worked there for two and a half years. I know. You would just fire her at that point. Like, if you don't get it. Yes. Like, it's not hard to find waiter, waiting staff. At a cafe, it's pretty simple. Yeah. You're serving scones and muffins, coffees and teas, espressos. Like, it's not a big deal. If she doesn't have it after two and a half years, I don't know what they think a two-week training is going to do for her. Right. But they're giving her a chance. They're invested in her professional development, so I suppose we should applaud it. Well, at least she's always there. She shows up for work. Like She's, she's like, always sitting with her friends. I know, but like at least she's not calling out or like taking mm. all these vacations. That, or... we're not, that we're aware of. Right, but she is, I don't know, I feel like she's at least showing up, doing the best she can. <laughs> that's because all her friends just hang out there all day. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, she's outraged. She turns to Chandler for a bit of support. She's like, can you believe that? And he's just sort of like, oh, God, yeah, because she's, she's pretty bad. Yep, it's no secret. Yep. The episode opens with uh, Ross killing a little girl with a tennis racket. <laughs> pretty savage. Well, Michael, don't exaggerate. He didn't kill her. Okay. He accidentally hit her, which made her break her leg. Yeah. Because apparently she's made of glass. So there's a little brown bird girl. This girl's a little brown bird. Like the Girl Scout, yeah. Yes. She's a little brown bird selling cookies. Um, and 
Ross is lecturing Chandler about playing tennis, talking to him about how he's not good about it, and he kind of breaks it down with the three Ps, and he's demonstrating on a narrow staircase, and on his backswing, he hits the little girl who's carrying a box up the stairs, broken leg. Poor thing. You know what's funny? You know the funniest thing about this scene? What? <laughs> a little bit of the inner workings. Ross is explaining how to be a better tennis player to Chandler, but in reality, as a junior, Chandler, Matthew Perry, was a very highly ranked tennis player. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, yep. interesting. He could have gone pro. Why didn't he? Went and tacked him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, so successful. there we go. Ross, I, th- I think Chandler will be okay. <laughs> so he breaks a little girl's leg. Everyone makes fun of him about it. Joey has got a new job. He's selling Christmas trees. Phoebe is outraged at this. She's disgusted. I feel like this conversation would have come up before this Christmas episode. Uh, I do. I think the way she structures it, though, she does say, "Oh, I, I am totally against this now." So, like, it's like a. She almost like says it like it's a new revelation to her. Okay. So. And she, her issue is that these trees are being cut down, you know, and just put in people's homes for amusement and then thrown out, right? Yes. Okay. And Joy structures it that these trees are fulfilling their, like, their destiny. They are made to, like, they want to be in their homes. Right, they want to brighten up somebody's living room or whatever, bedroom, whatever, however you put a Christmas tree and... It's their destiny, and it was kind of cute the way he phrased it. Him mm-hmm. and Chandler were trying to convince Phoebe, like, why it's okay. Mm-hmm. And Chandler said something like, you know, most of these trees would never even see New York mm-hmm. if, if they didn't get cut down and brought to these lots. I can see you, like, being outraged by the Christmas tree market and at the same time being completely appeased and satisfied by Joey's um, explanation. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I was thinking about it more as we watched this episode. I was like, she's kind of right. Mm-hmm. Like... Unless all the trees that don't get sold get put to good use. Like, I guess if you recycle them, they might Oh, be... honey. Aww. That's not happening. Oh, I feel me, a little bad for them. Let me explain to you about how the business world works. They do not give a shit about these shitty little trees when they can no longer make a profit out of them. So what happens? Chipper! <laughs> yeah, but don't you use wood chips for something? No, I don't know. Yeah, they'll... they'll grind them up and they'll sell them they'll sell their remains for like the bottom of hamster cages you know how some hamsters live in like those things sure if if, if that's what you need to believe so rachel is undergoing training with gunther do you think that terry actually requested rachel to take part in more training or do you think this is an elaborate gunther ploy to spend more time with her no i think terry probably did say something but that he was like oh i'll do it uh, you know, just kind of jumped on like, oh, okay, more time. Or maybe he went there. to Terry and was like, this Rachel's really not getting it, Terry. Yeah, maybe we should do another round of the training. Mm-hmm. Could be, yeah. Okay. Do you think Gunther's that sinister? Well, he does seem kind of dynamic. Like, we're learning more and more about him. So, yeah, I feel he has that in him. Do you enjoy this um, character development of Gunther? Do you enjoy hearing from him every week now? He's okay. Like, he's... I don't know. He's. <laughs> I just don't like his bleach blonde hair and his dumb ties. He cracks me up. I think he's good. I just felt like they were reaching, throwing that in there. What? His being in love with Rachel? Mm-hmm. Nah, you gotta give him something. He's there in the background all the time. You see him? What I like is, like, he got noticed. He was like, I've got this gig. I'm just meant to be, like, a... A 
featured extra. A featured extra, no lines, just hanging out in the background, and now here he is. Yeah. Because the people demanded it. People were like, who is that mysterious bleach blonde man in the back there? Did you write in when you watched it at <laughs> age 11? Uh, if there had been Twitter back in that time, I would have started a pretty big Twitter campaign. Let this man speak! Did you send, like, a carrier pigeon, or however you do it in the dark ages? Uh, however you did it back in the day, yeah. <laughs> I think, God, who knows how we managed back in the day. It was rough. Like, you actually had to watch the show rather than, like, live tweet it. Right. Tough, tough days. So, she, he's given her a bit of training. He's like, oh, you should put your trays here now. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should have everyone do that. And he's like, they do. It's called the tray spot. And she thought, oh, I thought the tray spot was a... A cool club. Oh, boo-hoo. And you then suck. <laughs> she apologizes and Gunther's like, that's okay. And then she walks away and he's like, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, bless him. Bless him. Good luck, Gunther. Do you think... It's never gonna happen. You think? No, well, of you, course not. You're so sure that Rachel and Ross isn't gonna last. Yeah, I know. I don't think it will. So maybe Gunther is the... Nah, I don't think... I don't know how much more we'll see of him. You honestly don't know... Him. That like the love triangle between Rachel Ross and Gunther that was like the twilight of the 1990s. No way! Yeah. No, get out of here. That is Gunther's the a sexy werewolf. Ross is an <laughs> awkward vampire. No, They're no fighting. <laughs> oh man! Do so you think Jacob is sexy? Huh? I know he is billed as sexy. But do you think he's sexy? Listen, I don't want to bring up my feelings right now. <laughs> So, Team Edward or Team Jacob? I'm I'm Team Edward. I'm definitely... That's crazy. Jacob is so whiny. That is crazy. Who is Team Edward? Because, like... Yeah, he's a pain and he's, like, got the personality of, like, a a wet shoe. But, like, (laughs) at least he's, like, honorable. Like, Jacob is just like, Oh, you shouldn't be with him. I'm gonna keep you warm with my wolf heat. And when you, when you realize what an idiot you are, you'll come running to me, and oh, it's okay. I won't make you feel bad about it. Because mm, he just ugh, fuck off, Jacob. So Ross in this scenario really would be the Jacob, and Gunther should be the Edward. <laughs> totally sexy vampire Gunther. Mm. I can see that he does look like some weird like albino like. We've never seen him go outside. He could sparkle in the sunshine. Totally. Ross feels bad, so he decides to make amends by hanging out with this little girl in her room, all alone. It's like something out of a horror movie. What are they doing? He's like broken her leg, and now he's already rear-windowed her, and now he's gone back to finish the job. He's sitting in there, she's lying on her bed, Mm -hmm. you know, with her leg up on a pillow. She's alone, unsupervised, in that room, Mm -hmm. and Ross is just in there, sitting next to her bed as she's laying there and talking to her and like getting to know her and whatnot. And it's, like, we learn about her and maybe why there are really no parents around. Yeah, she kind of has a tragic backstory. Yeah. It like, seems like dad is kind of a deadbeat. He's he's a gambler. He kind of uh, gambles her possessions and some of the money that she's left, you know, from grandparents that have died. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, says he's a whole taker to the Taj Mahal, meaning the one in, you know, Vegas and... I think Atlantic City. Oh, I don't even think they're going as far. Okay. All right, so Atlantic City. Yeah, and I, it, we don't hear anything about a mom in this scenario, but it's implied that she does not have a lot of money, and what she needs to do is sell a bunch of these cookies for the, what are they called, brown birds? The brown birds. Yeah, yeah. the brown birds. 
Um, because if you win, you get to go to space camp, and she's, you know, seems like she wants to be an astronaut when she mm-hmm. grows up. She's, you know she's into space because there is a NASA sticker on her wall behind Ross. Yeah, there's a lot, she has, like, a shuttle, stuffed animal, all sorts of stuffed, not animal, I guess, stuffed, stuffed shuttle. <laughs> stuffed machine. Stuffed machine. Stuffed vehicle. And so she said the girl that won the year prior had sold 475 boxes. Mm. She, at this point, has sold 75 boxes of cookies mm-hmm. at $5 a box. And so, for some reason, Ross feels it's a good idea to help her out with this yeah. endeavor. He wants to. He feels bad. So, he's like, oh, I, I can help you out with that. 400 boxes. And then he finds out they're 5 bucks each. And he's like, yeah, never mind. Did you recognize the, the little girl? Well, I thought it was Abigail Breslin. Mm. It's not, right? It's not, no. Oh, who is it? Uh, she's an actress called Mae Whitman. Oh, from uh, Parenthood. Is she in Parenthood as well? Yeah. I know her from, she was she was in uh, Independence Day. She mm. played a little girl in that, but she's also in Arrested Development. I think that that's who I'm t- from Parenthood. Yeah, she's no, I think you're right. She's the daughter of, like, Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. Yeah, she's in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World as well. She's really good. Yeah, she's good. I think great. she's excellent. She's a, she's a good actress. She's uh, in Arrested Development. She invented something called a, a mayo egg. Please stop. I don't even want to know where this is going. It's where she peels no. a hard-boiled egg. No. And she takes a bite, and then no. she gets a little packet of mayonnaise, and she squeezes it into her mouth and kind of swooshes it all about. I mean, I get it. It's like an egg salad sandwich, but I can't I can't <laughs> just so plain mayo like that. It's it's That's horrendous. Oh, man. It's a great show. Well, it's like if someone takes a bite of a hot dog and then squeezes in like the ketchup or the mustard or whatever. I, I don't understand any... You squeeze a a packet of something. Okay, yeah. Just like that. (laughs) Just like that, Elizabeth. So Ross um, doesn't want to have to fork out, what, what are we talking, 400 multiplied by 5? 2,000? Yeah. He doesn't want to shell out... Math. Is it? Yeah, he doesn't want to shell out $2,000. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah. But you could at least buy a bunch and... To help her on her yeah. way. He, he probably is. He probably is. But anyway, he decides that he's going to go door to door and sell cookies for her to try and win her that trip Which to space camp. be, like, I'm sure in the rules, there's got to be something about that. Like, no parent could go and try to, like, bring them to the office and sell them. Well, that's whatever. not true because I've got co-workers that, like, every year when it comes around to those time, like, guess, offers us like, to sell them. But it's one thing that he's going now taking her place and doing it. I know it's because she has a broken leg, yeah. but I don't know. It just no, seems... I think it's fine. Okay. Like you use your, like, what do the, what do the brown birds care? They want those cookies sold. They don't yeah, care who does it. That's true. As long as they're making it's free money. labor. Yeah. But he goes around and is trying to sell them. And of course he's not really getting a good response because he's an adult man without a child next to him with a box of cookies trying to sell things and it's just it looks a little weird he's a child abuser who is going from door to door trying to sell candy child abuser yeah he broke a little girl's leg oh it was an accident (laughs) i know but yeah so he's not really making a lot of money so he brings the cookies to the friends gang he does um so he he kind of tries to hit up his friends monica is a little bit anxious about this. She's got history with those brown bird cookies. Yeah. Like she put on a lot of weight when she was in the brown birds. She was like, do you remember? Dad bought all my cookie, all the cookies and then I ate them all. And then Ross was like, no, man. Dad had to buy all the cookies because you ate them all. It's like, Ugh. Yeah, so 
So Ross is basically taking advantage of that. And he's like, oh, come on, you can have some. I'll give you a box for free. Here you go. Yeah, it's implied that it's like a drug for her <clears throat> type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Phoebe goes to visit Joey at work. You know, she kind of wants to see it all. You know, it's going to kind of help her work through her issues that she's having with it. And she has a, a bit of a hard time. You know, she's like, okay, okay. And she sees, like, some older trees that are getting taken to the back. And she's like, well, what happens if nobody wants them? And he's like, well, they go into the chipper. And she's like, what's the chipper? And then we see this tree getting thrown into the wood chipper. And she's like, ah! She freaks out. It was uh, pretty harrowing. Yeah, but it's better that than just like what you see actually happen, at least around here, where people just, at some point, they decide to take their tree down. They just throw it on the side of the, like the end of a driveway or at the edge of a street for, like, I imagine the garbage worker to come and take away. And I don't know if those just like go to the landfills or they're actually used as, as wood chips. I feel like it's better to be recycled as wood chips. Yeah. And if you think, you, should, you know, she overreacted when she saw that chipper at work, wait till you see her reaction when Joey gets that job at the dog pound next year. Stop! <laughs> Why are you saying this? <laughs> it doesn't really happen. That would be a pretty horrible episode. Oh my god. <laughs> no, he's too big. He has too big of a heart, too. I think he would be able to put any dogs down. True. Rachel is not enjoying her training. She's basically like, I don't want to do training for a job to get better at a job that I hate. So Joey and Chandler are like, you need to just quit. This. You're not going to look for a new job while well, you have one. While you have one, mm-hmm. you need the fear, because she's like, no, I want to get into fashion, and they're like, well, you've got this job, so you're not going to want to quit it. So you need the fear. Do you believe in the fear, Elizabeth? Actually, yeah. Well, it's like a motivator. Yeah. Yeah. If you hand in your notice. Yeah, because it's like crap. I still need money. It's not like she has a nice nest egg somewhere. Mm-hmm. She. Well, needs I don't to think she's working. paying rent. Well, she needs to be working to have money. Or- yeah. Like, just to do whatever. Buy food and ah, She's got that sugar daddy working at the museum now. Ross. Oh. Her boyfriend, Ross. Oh, it's like... What museum? You, you really don't remember this show at all. I think that's why you're not enjoying it. I think you always love the episodes and then you just forget them. I do, I forget them. There's certain ones I still remember, though. It's like bloody living with Drew Barrymore from Fifty First Dates when we watch episodes of Friends. You're just like, <laughs> it's like who's, you have to who's that me. guy? What's going on, huh? Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Before we record every episode, I have to replay our old episodes, everybody, just so that Elizabeth gets in the frame of mind. That'd probably be a good idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they kind of pump her up, and she's like, right, that's it, Gunther. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to do a good job, so I quit. She hands in her week's notice. You're like, ooh, Rachel, maybe slow down and give yourself more than a week to find a new job. I mean, there's having the fear, but, you know, you want a little bit of... Well, usually most jobs ask for two weeks' notice. Yeah, but she's bad at her job. I and guess. It's just a, like, I think waitressing and stuff, they could, you know, they could find someone in a week or they could find someone to cover their shifts. So yeah. Again, it's no big deal, I don't think. But I think that she's right. If she's not happy, mm-hmm. then why stay somewhere you're not happy? Well, exactly so. Yeah, no, I agree completely. If you look very closely, you can pinpoint the exact moment that Gunther's heart breaks when Rachel announces that she's quitting. It's really sad. You can hear the shattering in oh, the distance. Oh, God. It's just so tough. All he ever wanted to do was make her better at her job. His plans backfired. His plan for spending more time with her. Sure did. His sinister plan that we've made up. Poor Gunther. Ross is doing some sums with Chandler. Monica is having a tough time because she wants some more of the mint cookies so she is 
she's off the wagon with them, but Ross doesn't have any more, and she's like kind of like Jones, and she's getting all itchy, got them breaking out in sweat. She's like, I just I need some more, I need some more cookies. They add they add up the total, and Ross he sold five hundred and seventeen boxes. Mm-hmm. He's doing all right. Well, he did a, a really smart thing. What well, what did he do, Elizabeth? Well, he noticed that a certain type of person wanted cookies. Yep. And it's usually the people that have smoked some weed mm-hmm. and have the munchies. Mm-hmm. So he would go around to dorm rooms mm-hmm. around midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking, you know, just to, for all those kids that are like, oh, yeah, sweet cookies. Can, can you just go on a college campus at nighttime? Like, are they open? Like, people live there, right? There's dormitories and stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, I imagine... You could, like, I'm just thinking of my personal experience. You could, if, like, someone is going into the dorm, they could probably just hold the door for you and be like, oh, like, right. it probably wouldn't be a big deal, but if the RA or whoever caught you, you mm. get in a shit ton of trouble. But, like, even if you didn't go into the dorms, could you just, like, walk around the campus? Like, are university campuses just, like, open for people to walk through? Like, no one's checking, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. It depends on the setup of it. Some of them are in the middle of towns or... Some of them are all spread out, too, hmm. so it's not like a little, like, community. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are like that. Some of them are spread out across the city or... Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, that's the great thing about this podcast, Elizabeth. You know, I feel like I'm teaching you about Friends and teaching you about this this classic sitcom. But at the same time, I, th- I feel like I'm learning so much about American life. You're teaching me so many things. My eyes are open. Hey, it's, it's yeah. the least I can do. The closest we had to... Uh, uh, um, university in scotland you know we had like halls of residence so we had like a little a couple of apartment blocks that we could stay in and every every wednesday or thursday night you would hear an ice cream truck like driving around and playing the music but it was just really a, like a local drug dealer just selling drugs you're like <laughs> oh, okay there's the ice cream van at nine o'clock at night and uh, someone's buying some buying some drugs from them mm-hmm. good stuff so ross thinks it like he's home and clear basically this was another again Ten-year-old Michael watching this show had no idea what he was talking about when he was talking about, oh, yeah, I found these people, you know, they were in a Pink Floyd light show at the planetarium, and then I went to college dorms, and just people were buying but I was like, why? I don't understand. <laughs> why were these people wanting their bot? Well, didn't they mention the munchies on it? But I don't know what that means. Oh, like, okay, okay. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't true. know. Okay. You prude. I thought, like, I, I couldn't understand the words that he was saying, basically. Mm. I watched it so many times and just couldn't, like, figure it out. Like, I thought he was going to, like, a, like an Overeaters Anonymous, like, and hanging oh, out okay. outside. But, oh, sure. Uh, I can I, do that. I don't know. I don't know. So Rachel is freaking out because um, her last day of work is coming up and she hasn't found anything. Her resume is pretty uh, sparse. She's been a waitress for two and a half years and she was on the cheerleading team. Yeah, that doesn't really um, say anything about what you could do for a job, really. Other than being like a leader or a motivator. What, a lot of energy. What could she do to find like a job in fashion? Like what are the entry levels without like a cot like... I think... Just like work, fashion, like even working say, in Gap, would that help? I'd say either ha- have some retail experience yeah. or um, do like an internship somewhere mm. fashion related and have another job they're actually getting because mostly it won't be paid yeah just start small get yourself in there do some retail just to become familiar with fabrics and sizing and dressing people you know you can't see but i'm scribbling down notes because um this is something i desperately want as well so thank you for that advice you're welcome so she's freaking out 
Joey has a lead for her, though. He mentions some Italian-sounding fashion company. Forch- Fortuna? Fortuna? Oh, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, something along those lines. So she's got a lead, at least. I think she's getting set up with an interview. So she has a chance. Mm-hmm. Phoebe is busy pushing all of those chipper trees. She's like kind of crashing Joey while he's trying to make sales. He's working on commission, so he's a bit frustrated because she's scaring away all of his customers. Yeah, because she's bringing up all the dead old trees. Yeah, she's like, ooh, take like, this one. Look at this one. Monica turns up. She wants to buy a tree, and Phoebe's like, here, take this one. And she's like, is that the tree I threw out last year? <laughs> and then Phoebe's just like, oh, this, is, this sucks. The holidays are so hard. Monica's like, oh, this is a joke that you missed, by the way, um, for being on your phone, and it's a good one. It's probably the best one. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. Is it because you're, that's the time of year your mom killed herself? <gasps> oh, my no, no, God. No, no, that's not even it, because that's true. But Phoebe was like, I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, Jesus. Yeah, it got, it got real dark. Well, I'm sorry. I had someone text me like four times in a row, mm-hmm. and it was annoying, and I needed to silence need that. to be taking care of business. The uh, Rachel's job interview goes badly. Ross tries to console her. Like being like, oh, you're going to go on a thousand interviews. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I think he meant well. It's, it's not a nice thing to say. Yeah, I, I see why he said it, but I don't think he meant it to be malicious. Mm-hmm. But then she took it as, oh, God. Yeah. Like, I won't, I won't get a job <laughs> after a thousand interviews. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough for anyone. So, like, she, the guys are like, oh, maybe you should just um, stay at Central Park a little longer. She's like, nope, they already gave my job away, so that yeah. door is closed. Yeah, well, they're not going to wait around. Plus, why would they want her back? Right. They're like, oh, she quit? Oh, too bad. Unless Gunther's like, oh, we could use her for eye candy. <laughs> That's pretty much all she is. Uh, Gunther would never say that. He's <laughs> respectful. Ross, um... Completes his bingo card for creepy grown-up behavior by attending a meeting of the brown birds. Just sitting there with all the, the girls. What is he? What is this? Why why can't she go along to the meeting? She could. Right. Like, you don't have to bring anything. She's on crutches. Like, you're fine. Your leg's in a cast. But no, he's sitting there yep. amongst a group of, you know, ten, what, mm-hmm. eight-year-olds. Yep. And then the... I don't know if it's like Scoutmaster. Scoutmaster, maybe? This, like, woman. The the brown eagle, maybe. <laughs> the brown eagle. That's pretty good. The brown eagle. Yeah, who's like, okay, let's see how everyone did. How many cookies did you sell? How mm-hmm. many boxes? And he's just sitting there amongst them. Yeah. Like, and everyone's so like... Weird, and it doesn't seem like a problem for anyone. No, I mean, the, the brown eagle is, like, weirded out by it. But she must have, like, given the thumb... Like, she would have had to have allowed it. She would have had to have been, like... Like, it's one thing for the little girl to call and say, oh, this guy is, like, selling my cookies. Can he come to the meeting to announce? And she's like, "Mm, you can just tell me how many he sold. You know, it's really not necessary that he's there for that. Right. But, um, yeah, Ross gets into, like, a little little slanging match with another another brown bird. Yeah. She she calls him a scrud. A scrud? Scrud. She calls him a scrud, which is... The second lamest insult on the show, it's still nowhere close to Ross calling Paolo a crap weasel. Oh, yeah, all the way back weasel. in season one. Um, so... Or what was the other thing that Chandler said twice? Oh, he calls people a... He calls himself a wank. Oh, yeah, a wank. But, like, that's just incorrect. <laughs> like, it's a good word, but he's just using it wrong. All right, so scrud. Yeah, but she's, like, a little kid. Like, mm-hmm. that's her bad word, so... That's yeah. all right. So... A couple of people announced their totals. Ross is like sitting there all smug, being like, "Oh, you haven't sold five seventeen. 
And then, bloody Elizabeth, goody two-shoes, sitting in the corner, she sold 871 boxes. That's because all the Elizabeths are awesome. Yeah, whatever. So, Ross M., last-minute panic buys the remaining, what, 350 that he needs? (laughs) Which is not far short of $2,000. Right. He buys those ones. Um just to, to kind of get it up to that 872 and then we cut away and he's still lost he's still lost some girl learned some girl lent her costume to her big sister and she went down the docks and she sold them to all the sailors yeah some like 19 year old so you can see like an 8 year old's little scout outfit oh. this is this is what I'm taking it as a 19 yeah. year old put it on it was teeny tiny and then she's walking around trying to sell cookies but did she actually like whore herself out or did she just sell the cookies I think she just was in that little outfit she's a probably an attractive teenage girl and the guys are like yeah I'll take whatever you want $20 a box sure but let's take a second like I can't think of anything less sexy than a 19-year-old attempting to fit into the clothes of an 8-year-old. Eight, an eight <laughs> like no, I know, wouldn't... but it, it would be... The thing is that the skirt would be really short. It wouldn't would fit. It would be small. It wouldn't fit. It would, she'd look like the Incredible Hulk mid-transformation, just like <laughs> ripping out of it. It wouldn't be Even sexy. Even better. Wow. She probably wouldn't be able to button the shirt, all that. All right. Gross. So Ross loses out on that. We're back in the coffee shop. Rachel has got a job. She got that job. Hooray. Ooh. So it's her final shift of work. She didn't think she was going to get it. No. Nope. I'm proud of her. Oh, yeah. She thought it went badly. But, uh, yep. It's her final shift. She delivers her coffee to Chandler. Chandler's like, should I tell her I wanted tea? <laughs> she still doesn't get it. Nope. And then she kind of gets up and says a few words to the entire coffee shop. Presumably 50% of whom have, have never been in there before. They don't give a shit. I kept, don't give a shit. <laughs> I kept expecting the principal from Mean Girls to kind of walk up to her and whisper, you know, it's not really necessary that you give a speech <laughs> right now. <laughs> but nope, she gives a speech, basically slagging the place off, just being like, it feels so good to know that I never have to sell coffee to you motherfuckers ever again. But nicer than that. Yeah, the swearing. a little bit. Um, so see, she thinks she, that she's free. She thinks that she's free. But then we get a hard cut to her new job, and it's just making coffee for old men in the, some sort of weird fashion warehouse. Yes. Tough break. Well, at least she is around the thing that she cares about. Yep. I mean, it looks better on the resume. Like, mm. if you want to work in fashion, it does look... And, you know, you've got options to go maybe move up in that company. Like, right. it, you know, it, it sucks, but it's better than where she was. You gotta take those steps. I'm interested to see where it will lead, like what her job actually is mm. and the people there and stuff, yeah. so yeah. We shall see. Yes. Phoebe's feeling low. She's not really in the Christmas spirit. Uh, she goes around to Monica and Rachel. She opens the door and all of the chipper trees are there. Yay! Joy and Monica bought them all and she's like, hooray. It's so nice. I thought they'd at least be decorated. They're just all there like naked trees falling apart. Mm-hmm. Pine needles falling off every movement. They would fall apart if you did that. Can you at least put like one bulb on it? Apparently not. A star on every one? No, I guess not. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they were waiting for it to decorate. Maybe. Maybe. We can only hope. We can only hope. The episode ends with Ross 
Sorry, I said that he completed his uh, creepiness, his bingo card, by going to that meeting. But really, he completes it by then um, abducting this girl and taking her around to her friend's apartment. Uh, she feels he feels bad that she didn't win, so he's like, "Oh, we we've got our own space camp for you." And he opens the door, and it's Joey and Rachel's apartment. And she looks a bit terrified to begin with. She's like, "You don't have to do this, Mister Geller." And he's like, "No, no, no, I no, won't I hear don't. of it." And she's like, "No." He picks her up. Uh, really, really. It's okay. Um, but yeah, he picks her up and takes her crutches away so she has no chance of escaping. <laughs> and they put her on this chair and spin her around and give her some... <laughs> give her some... Eggnog. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they just basically try and recreate Space Camp for her. Which is a cute idea, but still, like... So he goes over... He must go over to her place, knock on the door, be like, Can I take her out and bring her up into my apartment with my two male friends? And we just someone, want to spin her around on a chair for a while. We're bringing her to, we're taking her to space. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it's creepy. But you can't tell anyone, or the magic will, <laughs> will right. ruin. It's creepy. Oh boy. I know there's nothing malicious behind it, no. but still, it doesn't. Like so many questions were going through my mind. I was like, and everyone <laughs> thought this was okay. Ah, it's perfectly innocent. It was all fine. It worked out okay. All right. I mean, you could argue a nicer gesture would be paying for her medical bills, but, you know, here we are. <laughs> and that was the one where Rachel quits. Excited to see this new chapter in Rachel's life? Yes, I am. Where could it lead? Who knows? I don't know. We'll this one was to, okay. We'll just have to wait till next time. It was alright, yeah, it was okay. It was hardly a classic, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, for our next episode, is an episode entitled The One... Where Chandler can't remember which sister. Phoebe? Phoebe and Ursula? Possibly. Perhaps. But would that be can't remember which sister or can't tell apart which sister? Oh, right. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Sister. Who else has a lot of sisters? Um, does he? I don't know. Nope, he's an only child. Joey? Joey. Oh, he's probably going to hook up with one of them. Oh! But he doesn't remember which one. Oh boy. It's going to be interesting. But we'll get to that. Thank you very much for listening to Friends Till the End. Friends Podcast with Michael and Elizabeth. We are available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher Radio. If you want to catch us there, if you want to help support the show, head over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave a nice little rating and review for us. That helps us reach a larger audience. You can follow us on Twitter at FriendsPod. And could we be more excited if you told a friend about us? No, we couldn't. Tell a friend. Help us uh, through word of mouth. Elizabeth, it's been a hell of a show. Yeah. Can't wait for the next one. Looking forward to it, man. Cool. See you next time, bro. Bye.